Last week's Parsha and this week's Parsha are two completely different worlds. Welcome to Parsha's Hashavua with Rabbi Gerari. Of course, this week's Parsha is Parsha's Vayetze. In a way, Parsha's Vayetze is an incredible foundational Parsha. It is in this Parsha where when Yaakov is at his father-in-law's house, Lavan and marries Rachel and Leah, Bila and Zilpah and so on, that 11 out of the 12 tribes are born. This is the basis of Klal Yisrael. But let's focus a little bit on the beginning of the Parsha when Yaakov actually leaves to go there. And he leaves his father's house and then he passes by the Temple Mount, the place of the Beis Amikdosh, and gets the special bracha from Hashem in preparation to his journey to his father-in-law. So the passage begins by telling us, Yaakov went out of Be'er Sheva and he went to Choron. Now, it's very interesting how it's structured. First of all, we know the famous idea behind this. Why does a person need to say where he went from? We know where Yaakov lived. Why is it necessary to say he went out of Be'er Sheva and he went to Haran? First of all, what's really interesting is that this already began in last week's Prasha. Really, last week's Prasha, we had Rivka's plan, this is Prasha's told us, to send Yaakov away because Esau wanted to kill him. She talks Yitzchak into it as um, in the context of he needs to leave to go find a Shidduch. Yitzchak calls him, he sends him away. And it says that it says Vayelech Paden Aram. He went in the direction of Paden Aram. So he already left, and then suddenly the sort of the parsha comes to an end, and that's it. A new parsha begins, and this is how we divide the parshas. Vayetze Yaakov Be'eshav. All of a sudden, we start again. Yaakov went out of Be'eshav and he went to Haran. So what's going on here? So we can understand this. The Lubavitcher Rebbe explains a beautiful idea. We can understand this by the fact that Rashi picks up on this, and later on Rashi mentions it as well. That Rashi explains that when he left his father's house, he actually stopped over in Yeshiva, Shem Abra for 14 years before going to Haran. Although he was leaving his house and he was going, running away from Esau and he was going to go and find a Shidduch and so on, but he actually stopped in the, in the Yeshiva first. He hid in Yeshiva of Shem Abra for 14 years and only then did he start his journey towards Haran, towards the place where uh, Lovan was and so on. Which means the following. Last week's parsha, it actually, when he already says that he left, it doesn't say where he left from. Why? Because Be'er Sheva is not just, Be'er Sheva is not just a location. It's not just the place of his father. Be'er Sheva is a concept. It's the world of Yitzchak. It's the world of Kedusha. It's the world of holiness. So when Yaakov leaves in last week's parsha, but he stops off in the yeshiva of Shem Ve'ever, wherever that was, it was still in Eretz Yisrael, and it was still in the world of Yitzchak, the world of Kedusha. See, in fact, although he started his journey as detailed in the end of the Pasha, but he didn't actually leave Be'er Shavah, he didn't leave the world of Yitzchak. This week's Pasha, when we're talking about when he finishes the 14 years in Shem Ve'ever, Vayetzei Yaakov mi Be'er Shavah, Yaakov leaves Be'er Shavah. He left that world. He left the world of Yitzchak, and he was traveling to a very different, negative, empty, secular world distorted world, which explains and sheds new light on the division of the Parshish. The, the story stops in the middle, but it stops for, for, in the middle for a reason. Parshas told us last week's Parsha is the world of Yitzchak. This week's Parsha is where Yaakov lands up in the world of Lovon, a very different world, a much more unholy world. And therefore, as long as he was in the world of Yitzchak, it doesn't say where he came from. This, this parasha, where he leaves the world of Yitzchak totally by leaving Yeshiva and going to Haran, 
Here we say, He's not just going to Haran, he's leaving the world of Yitzchak. Which we know frightened Yaakov a lot. Which is why he stopped off in Yeshiva for 14 years. Which is why he actually had that extra preparation to face the challenges, the spiritual challenges of the house of Lovan. Which explains a number of things. Explains at least an important detail of what happens when he comes to the Temple Mount. As the Pasuk says, Vayifka Bamokim, he davened there in that particular place, the place meaning Har, Har HaMaria, the place of the Beis HaMikdash, and Vayolen Shom, and he went to sleep there, Kivo HaShemesh, because the sun had set. So let's just talk about that a little bit and come back to this concept. He stops off at Temple Mount, he davens there. Now, that in itself is an interesting issue, because when we say he davened there, that is, that is presumably Mairi, because we learn we know that the Ovois, um, Avrom, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Avrom made Shachris, Yitzchak made uh, Mincha, and Yaakov made Mairiv. So Yitzchak, Avrom Avinu makes, uh, makes Shachris, as it says, Vayashkem, Avrom Aboyka, Avrom got up early in the morning and he davened. Yitzchak, when Rivka was coming in the afternoon, he went out to daven, Losuach, Basole, to daven in the field. And then Yaakov, Vayif Kabamokim, it says he davened there, we know it was towards evening because the sun set. The problem with that, however, is, the Mephoshim point out, that, um, in fact, he didn't daven at night. Mariv is a nighttime davening. He didn't daven at night. He davened before the sunset. How do we know this? Because it says, he davened there, and then he went to sleep because, because the sun had suddenly set. Hashem actually made the sun set a little bit early, so the tzaddik, so Yaakov should lay down in the place of the Temple Mount. So what's going on here? So some say, this is another subject and it's all right, but some say that actually there are midrashim and, and, and interpretations that Yaakov came that either it was Erev Yontiv, Erev Pesach maybe, or it was Erev Shabbos. And we know that in Shulchan Aruch it says Erev Shabbos, it's, it's, even though during the week many people do this as well, but it's not as simple, but Erev Shabbos it is much more uh, appropriate halachically to daven early and to bring Mairiv, to daven Mairiv while it's still daytime as long as it's uh, not too early, to bring in Shabbos early. So that could be an explanation of how the Mairiv came to be Myri, but yet still when it's daytime. Okay? But then when he lies down, it says, he took, he took the stones of the place and put it around his head. So, you know, one of the ideas is that he, he um, Rashi, Rashi brings it as well, that he said there was Chayos uh, Royce, he was worried there'd be wild animals around there, so he put, he made a fence around his head. And then we learn the Medrash, Rashi brings it as well, that each one wanted to be part of the tzaddik's head. So um, eventually in the morning, they all became one stone. And that's why it says the word Evan. So the obvious question is, if it's to protect from wild animals, putting a fence around your head doesn't exactly help. It doesn't uh, chase away the lion who wants to maybe take a bite in your heart. Right? So what's, what's going on here? But one of the ideas, of course, is going from what we said before was a spiritual idea. Yaakov was making as many spiritual preparations as he could to prepare for the journey to Choran, a place of emptiness, a place of unholiness. He studied in Yeshiva for 14 years, but then when he came to a special place, he came to this holy place, he made a commitment. He, he fortified his connection to Hashem by doing what? By putting stones around his head, which means the most important thing is to protect the hashkafa, to protect the outlook, to protect the perspective that we had. The first entry point, the first step towards a descent spiritually is when we start to develop perspectives and distorted values that are not in line with Torah thinking. 
So Yaakov was really saying, of, yeah, he'll overcome the, 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 the actions, the behavior, something he can handle. He can have the control to act in the right way, provided his outlook, provided his attitude is correct. So he takes the stones and he puts it around and he puts it around his head to protect the head because he knew he was leaving the world of Yitzchak going into the world of, of Lovan. When you go into the world of Lovan where all the distorted values are coming at you and, and, and permeating you and, and so common in society like there are today, it is so easy to fall victim to wrong thinking and bad outlooks and bad perspectives. So Yaakov Inu is fortifying, fortifying the head, which ties into another concept. As we said, Parshas Ivayet says when Yaakov leaves the world of Yitzchak, goes into the world of Esau. He leaves the world, the world of Choran, I mean, the world of Lovan. When you leave that world, you leave the world of Kedusha, and you leave and you go into the world of unholiness, something drastically different happens. The world of Kedusha is a world of oneness. It's a world of everything is one. It's Hashem Echad, it's one God. When you come into the world of unholiness, the world of the physical world, it's a world of fragmentation. There are so many different things. Nothing is, is falls under the one banner and the one focus and the one purpose. Everything is for its own. Everything is for itself. And therefore, it's a fragmented world, a world of multiplicity. But of course, as we know, our job, our purpose in this world is to take the fragments of this world and to bring them under the one banner of the Hashem's service. In other words, yes, everyone's different. This is a plumber. This guy's a lawyer. Everyone's doing different things. Everyone has conflicting priorities and different interests in life. But the idea is that the whole purpose of this world is coming into the world of fragmentation, the world of multiplicity, and then, and then bring it under the banner of Hashem Echad, the one God. And that's why this is, plays out with Yaakov. Yaakov is leaving. He's leaving the world of Kedusha. So he takes multiple stones with the understanding that he's going into the world of fragmentation. He puts them around his head because he says he wants to be protected in the world of multiplicity, in the world where there's so many different pools, things pulling you in different di- directions. And he promises to keep serving Hashem. And that's why in the morning it's really one stone. And he says, This stone will be the house of God because I know that I'm going into a very unholy journey. But if I withstand the challenge and I work hard, I will do something even more amazing that we do in the house of Yitzchak. And this is the story of our lives. That when the neshama comes down to this world, the world of negativity, the world of unholiness, but yet we're able to withstand that we take all the fragments of this world, we take all the, 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 the different conflicting experiences of this world, and we bring them under the one purpose, under the one value system, under the one focus of Hashem Echad, of bringing the oneness of Hashem into this world, we become even stronger and the Nisham is elevated even to a greater level than it was before. And that's, as the Ramban tells us, what happens to our forefathers is, is an indication of what's happening to the children. Yaakov's journey is our journey. But in order to withstand that journey, we have to be like Yaakov. We have to make sure that we take off time for spirituality. We have to make sure we take off time for learning. Like Yaakov did, before he goes into the world each day, we have to learn, just like Yaakov stopped over in the yeshiva to prepare himself. We have to make sure that our head remains clear, that our perspectives are pure. And we have to keep being protected and try bring the fragments of this world all into the one focus and purpose of serving Hashem. That's this week's Parsha Vart. Uh, thank you for listening.